Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So good to be back online with you all. And uh, we're watching the month go by. Half the year is almost through. And wow, isn't it exciting? Jesus is coming soon. <laughs> Woo, even if you just skimmed along, you know, without doing much and just made it into heaven, that's an awesome miracle. You're on your way to heaven. Hallelujah. But thank God we can do much more than that. Hallelujah. Let's worship this King. Let's bless His holy name. Oh, mashandarabakatalamikasanta. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Seborodo brosolo brendele briste. For He is Lord. He is Lord. He has risen from the dead. And He is Lord. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Hallelujah, you're our Lord. Mishebreli Masantarababalande. We worship you, we worship you. Hallelujah, la prosondorobo sheremende. Bless your holy name, Anacranda Velecotorobosondo. Glory, 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 hallelujah, hallelujah, Mashatabarababal Maravanda. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Hallelujah, la brasende le broco se prevaliente. Hallelujah, Lord, hallelujah, Lord. Worship you, worship you, worship you. Bless your holy name, Lord Jesus. Name Raseli Pravalito Corozonto. Oh, we give you thanks. Nemala Branda Brasala Bravacanda. Hallelujah. Mecorote Brozolo Brede Bermede Repedeste. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Mishetre Bede Brende. Hamashanda Brasambra La Brafala Branda. Holy Ghost. Wonderful, Majarabandara Bariandere Bokoro Sondo, Metoroshendere Belmeridia Bresente, Hallelujah, Mashababala Branda, Holy, Holy, Holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come, Hola till be filled. All earth will be ultimately full of your glory. Even now we can see the tender mercies of our God. Mishabrabanda rabadi asokorodo briende. Mashabrababalanda. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord. Hokroze prete prevede bel perezendere perediende. Bless your holy name. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. You're worthy, Lord Jesus. You're worthy, Lord Jesus. Thank you, great King. Thank you, Holy One. Precious Father, we thank you for giving your Son. Thank you for sending the mighty Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, that He's in us and with us and upon us. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this age in which we live. We worship you for your counsel. We worship you for your honor. We call every need met, every oak destroyed, every burden removed, every lying symptom. We rebuke you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you, Abba Father. We receive, we receive. Thank you, Abba Father. Hallelujah, Lord. The name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. I believe you've been having a good time. Last Sunday we had a great message there. And it's good to see how God is leading us. And the lives are being changed. And we're so grateful that we can be a part of what He's doing on the planet. Just just to be alive now <laughs> as a believer and just doing anything in His name, the right motive is such a blessing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I was thinking a lot about um, um, the rapture and things like that and the time afterward and the eternal kingdom and all of those things for a few days and just being conscious of what's coming up and it's really amazing hallelujah by now you're used to my fidgetings and the maneuvers of my face and all of that and all the scratchings that I do and all of that hallelujah I don't really intend to but it just happens so it's just that the face is now in HD so hallelujah <laughs> I long for a faraway camera one of these days <laughs> Praise God. Anyhow, let's go into more spiritual things. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's turn in, first of all, to the ninth chapter, or rather the ninth chapter of uh, Isaiah. And uh, we use this a lot in prayer, and it's uh, awesome. And uh, the virgin birth is mentioned there. In the sixth verse, and it says there, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And then he continues, Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end and upon the throne of David, and upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Praise God. So we know that uh, today we are still on the earth. We are the body of this precious Lord Jesus, and we are his fullness as he is our fullness. And uh, we have... Therefore, the government on our shoulders, because the shoulders are on the body. And therefore, um, he asks us to pray. He asks us to believe what the scriptures say and ask in his name, and the Father will grant it in prayer. So, that responsibility is upon us still. But guess what? One of these days, there will be no need for prayer. Hallelujah. Because the government will be absolutely on his shoulder and he will be sitting physically in 
Jerusalem. Hallelujah. And he'll be in charge of all of that. And so where do you and I fit? Guess what? We're still like, in quote, the body carrying the government. So we will be involved in government. Hallelujah. Very interesting. And um, that's awesome. So looking forward to governing. How many of you can be governors and, you know, MLAs and all of that? There will be no more <laughs> um, United States, uh, the United Kingdom and uh, all of those kind of sultanates and all these kind of dominions that you have and thrones are just not going to exist anymore. How about that? Are you glad? Yay. <laughs> I'm kind of excited about that. Because no matter what, there's a desire inside us for a perfect government. You know, that's that's why the murmuring and complaining rises up sometimes and you just condemn them. Meanwhile, you're praying for them, you know, but... It's just this desire for a government that's perfect. And guess what? It's coming up shortly. Hallelujah. Verse 7 says, Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Woo, hallelujah. We're going into an everlasting government and an everlasting uh, throne and dominion. There will be no end of it. Do you know the meaning of no end? We're so used to everything ending. Huh. And guess what? This does never ends. It's just no end. Uh, it takes time for our heads to wrap around that. No end. Consider that for a minute. No end. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. That's another word for eternal. You know, without an end. Hallelujah. Guess what? We're going into that place very soon. Amen. So it's better while we're on the earth to ponder on such kind of things a little bit because if we don't do it now then when will we hallelujah of course we want men to be saved and join us in that eternal kingdom and uh, men to be built up to exercise that kingdom now from the invisible realm the spirit man and enjoy the dominion and government but praise god we need to start seeing such things even Seeing the invisible by faith. Hallelujah. And it becomes more real to us. Let's hear maybe that verse, first of all, in Canada, Isaiah 9, 6 and 7. Hallelujah. And then over in Daniel 2, uh, making mention of that dream that Nebuchadnezzar had where he saw this strange um, great image with the head of gold and proceeding downwards to the feet where there were ten toes of a mixture of iron and clay uh, indicating that that would not be a very powerful kingdom or dominion. So the last part of that image is where you see 
uh, ten toes with a mixture of iron and clay. Iron and clay never mix. So there is no real strength in that government that is coming up, that worldwide government uh, that eventually the Antichrist will rule over. It's not going to be cohesive and therefore it's not going to be powerful. But it's going to be there. And then I like the result in the end of it. It says there, verse 44 of Daniel 2, And in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Hallelujah. 45 continues, Forasmuch as thou sawest that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, that it break in pieces the iron, the brass, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God has made known to the king what shall come to pass hereafter, and the dream is certain, and the interpretation thereof sure. So these things are coming to pass. And there was this stone that was cut out of the mountain, but not with hands. And that indicates that uh, it was the virgin birth. It was not a normal operation through which Jesus came. And that stone now came and destroyed everything else, made powder out of all the other kingdoms, and they just got blasted away in you know, smithereens, dust everywhere, and then this kingdom ruled. Notice that. And it ruled, and it stood forever. This kingdom is going to be standing and ruling forever. Hallelujah. I'm sure that if you're in politics, anytime the four-year period or three-year period is coming close to the end, you're wondering if you're going to be just an ordinary man. What are you going to do now? You know, people will not hear about you anymore. And maybe you'll just write a book of your memoirs while you are in office and all of that. And maybe they'll just graciously invite you to speak at a function or maybe a graduation. Or You know, you just imagine that after that official time and period of government, that's the end of that. You're just in history. And that's how it is. You see, there is no eternal or permanent government. But guess what? There's one that's going to be there forever. It's not going to stop. Hallelujah. <laughs> Whoa. And so, my son, my daughter, as the Lord would say, praise God, attend to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Um, why did you say that? Well, we were used to saying that if you just studied about rapture and all of that, you wouldn't get healed. Have you heard that? Yes. So, um, <laughs> these things are going to come soon, sooner than we imagined. But at the same time, make sure you receive all that you're supposed to while you're on the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. You need to find scriptures for healing, for prosperity, for wholeness, soundness, and enjoy the benefit of it. Hallelujah. And then consider that it has a relevance um, to your eternal 
home and government with Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what we're going to talk about a little bit today, I believe. Let's see if we can proceed that way. Daniel 2, 44 and 45. Praise the Lord. Um, Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly to the full till it overflows. And that is what has been paid for and that's not just for eternity. We should be enjoying heaven and the benefits and the foretaste of the millennial kingdom now. That Jesus is enthroned in our spirit, that he is dwelling in us is an amazing thing. Hallelujah. And we need to enjoy the benefits of life more abundantly to the full till it overflows. It should be evident that these people are enjoying life. The devil, on the other hand, comes to steal, kill and destroy. And that is his dominion. And you can see it. He's trying to do it on a rampant scale out there to steal, kill, destroy. But you can actively decide to refuse all of that and go rather with what Jesus paid for, which is life more abundantly to the full till it overflows. Hallelujah. And so... Uh, keep your finger there or keep your feet planted firmly there, you know, hallelujah. And then look forward, uh, pressing into the things uh, that are ahead of us, hallelujah. So we don't want to be uh, so heavenly minded that we're of no earthly good or so earthly minded that we're of no heavenly good or, you know, in the eternal realms we don't have much. See, so we want to have this awesome balance as much as possible. Praise God. And therefore, uh, we want to cooperate with God because He's the one that is behind all of this. It is His government that's actually working, even in us right now, uh, wanting us to uh, dominate the circumstances, dominate the forces that come against us on a daily basis. And so we're just picking it up uh, and we are wanting to make sure we receive. Hallelujah. So God has planned for you to have life and have it more abundantly. Praise God. To the full till it overflows. One version says to the full till it overflows. I believe that's the amplified version. Praise God. However, let's uh, go on from there and consider um, similar thoughts. Revelation, and we go to the 11th chapter and um, observe there lots of stuff in the book of Revelation that we have been uh, very slow to uh, ponder on, but uh, we can see more clearly as the seals have been opened for the latter times according to the book itself. So if we don't know it now, when will we know it? Praise God. And about angels and 
so on verse 15 and the seventh angel sounded and there were great voices in heaven saying the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ and he shall reign forever and ever oh glory to God Woo, thank you Jesus and he shall reign forever and ever all the kingdoms of this world are eventually going to be his right now they are not his even though he does interfere uh, through our prayers in the rulership of these various uh, governments and nations but uh, it's very much in the hands of mankind hallelujah satan is the god of this world which is a thing very hard to imagine sometimes even believers find it hard to imagine that Satan is the God of this world, of this system, this fallen world that you see right now. God is not doing anything that you see out there, basically. He just answers our prayers, and so we see things happen on a more individual level than a whole group or nation. Some nations have enjoyed the benefit of God, and I'm amazed that America... At almost 400 years, America enjoyed the benefit of God uh, being put, in, you know, in the high place. But um, I guess they couldn't tolerate it anymore. And uh, things have started to go south, very badly negative. And so um, people who do not want his rule, his uh, word, his name anymore are beginning to Dominate. Same thing is happening in Israel also. You can read all of this in the news. In fact, the other day one of my uh, friends from PUC days uh, sent on the group how uh, there are some states in the U.S. right now where they are saying that um, if somebody steals below $1,000, they don't have to be charged. Interesting. Yes. And that if uh, the man is running away and the cops don't have to chase them, no more. So, you know, lawlessness is beginning to set in. People are actually wanting such things to happen. So they're going to knock away law. And the Bible calls the Antichrist the lawless one. Anomos, the one without any law. That lawless one will be revealed one of these days. But there's going to be a degradation of law and order and People will be happy to have no restraints. They will cast off all restraint. And it's already happening. And so people want uh, rules and governments where everything is loose and light and there's nothing serious. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, so we're slipping into that period right now. But the church is still here on the earth. And so we still have the authority in the name of Jesus to pray and to dominate and expect life, the real life, the God kind of life, not the junk that they call life out there, but the life of God to manifest more abundantly in our lives and us to enjoy the benefits of godly, honest, peaceful, quiet lives, delivered from wicked people, faithless and unreasonable people. Can you see how God knew it all and He said, this is what we should be praying? Hallelujah. So um, sometimes your prayers seem to be monotonous, the same thing over and over, but it's about kingdoms. It's about rulership. That's where it is. But thank God we're going to the eternal kingdom that endures forever. Hmm. 
Thank you, Jesus. Maybe we can hear that also um, out of Revelation 16 and then verse 15 in Canada. So there's not going to be any kingdoms and governments and rulerships. Just get ready for that. Bye. I'm so glad about that. <laughs> Yeah, right now we pray for them. Right now we believe. But I am so excited that you're gone forever. No more. Bye. No more rigging of votes and cheating and conning everybody. <laughs> We're going to deal with an eternal government. Hallelujah. Woo! We give you thanks, Lord. And we're so close to it. And I'm totally excited about it. Forever. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. Forever with no end. Get used to that. It's not going to end. It's not like, oh, there we go, elections again. Which are going to sit there. No. <laughs> Aren't you glad? I'm totally excited about it. Man, this is the time to get excited about these things. We're slipping into that time shortly. Very soon. Ha, ha, ha. Woo, the kingdoms of the world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of His Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Verse 17 says, Saying, We give thee thanks, O Lord God Almighty, which art and wast and art to come, because thou hast taken to thee thy great power and hast reigned. Hmm. Aren't you glad that he finally decided, I'll take my power and reign? See, he just kind of took it easy. Yeah, you guys pray. Uh, don't worry, time's ticking. We're going to end it all. But one day, grab. He took his power and decided to reign. Aren't you glad about that? Woohoo! Finally. They were like, when is Jesus going to do this? Finally, it's coming. Grab everything and reign. And they were excited about, we give thee thanks, O Lord God Almighty. Because you have taken your great power and has reigned. Thank you, Jesus. And guess what? Verse 18. The nations were angry, it seems. angry, <sighs> What are you angry about? Huh? Silly people. It's time to accept that you guys were doing nothing good except for selfish motives. What are you angry about? The final authority, the perfect one, has come to take his kingdom and to rule. Thank you, Jesus. And the nations were angry. And thy wrath is come. Aha! You think you got some anger, you nations? You're going to see the anger. The wrath. The wrath is come. And the time of the, that the dead, of the dead, that they should be judged, that thou shouldest give reward unto thy servants, the prophets, and to the saints, and them that fear thy name, small and great, and shouldest destroy them which destroy the earth. Mm -hmm. Some people are out there destroying the earth. They're going to see about it. Re reducing the earth to rubble, just waste. They're going to face it. <laughs> You're getting angry for what? 
Praise God. So there's rewards coming to the servants, the prophets, and the saints. Those that fear the name of the Lord, small and great. Hallelujah. Praise, praise God, praise God, praise God. All these things are coming shortly. And so, uh, my brother, my sister, let's get excited. Lift up your head because your redemption, your bodily redemption is drawing nigh. You're going home soon. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And so there is wrath and anger and all of that stuff there. Praise God. But thank God we are going into a kingdom and a dominion and a reign that is forever. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Hallelujah. These things that seem like a fairy tale and poetry are actually going to happen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I'm so glad. Aren't you glad about it? I'm excited about that. The end of the book is actually coming. Praise God. So might as well study it up real fast because, hey, we're going to have to remember that knowledge will vanish away. All of these things that we are studying, you won't need it anymore because the Lord will be there and you will sit there with Him. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In First Peter chapter 1, we'll read uh, in Canada just after this. First Peter chapter 1, it says in verse 24, For all flesh is as the grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withereth, the flower thereof fadeth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever and this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you so the word will endure forever the only thing is you will see the person of the word the person himself the word personified and it will hold and it is the power of the word that's upholding all things <laughs> so according to the word you're going to see everything just come to pass Woo, glory to God. It's better to just camp with the Word, just join up with the Word, stay with the Word, real close, real tight. The Spirit of God inspired the Word, and therefore um, He's going to agree with the Word, and He will glorify Jesus and reveal the world, Word to us. But the glory of man is going to wither and fade away and pass away. But those who have believed, thank God, we have this glory that uh, shines like the stars, like the sun. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And that's what we are more bothered about right now. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We want to tap into things that will stand the test of time and be there forever. Hallelujah. Thank God for clothing. He said it's like the flowers. The flowers the lilies in the field, that if God so clothe the field, will He not much more clothe ye? That's the way He looks at it, you see. So, clothing, thank God for that. And then, whatever else that the world is looking for, my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Because He came to give you life, life more abundantly to the full, till it overflows. Hallelujah. 
So let's uh, see if we can hear some more like this. Thank you, Jesus. Maybe we can read First Peter 1, 24 and 25, uh, first of all. Praise God. Let's also hear Revelations 11 and we read the 15 and then we'll read 17 also and maybe 18. Yeah, good stuff. Thank you, Jesus. So you can see there's a whole lot of stuff there to get excited about. These things are coming to pass. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Meantime, you know, because of what is happening on the earth, don't lose your joy and don't lose your zeal for life. Um, you know, we can be moved by things. Our souls naturally go towards uh, condemnation and uh, failure and fear. And it will just mope around those things and insignificance and all of those things. What the Bible says, cleave it to the dust. You know, so you have to keep propping up your soul again and again, uh, not being moved by the things that you see out there. And that is our job. And that's why we are sitting here trying to study the Bible. Hallelujah. And that's the only way that we will not drop to the level of the desolation that's coming, the destruction that's coming. Otherwise, we will also just flow and be sad and lose our joy and all of that. So, um, thank God we don't have to be. Thank you, Jesus. So, let's read a few scriptures from the Gospels and enjoy a thing or two there. Notice Matthew 18 and verse 1, it says, At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So the elections now. See the politics of where we're going. You have to be bothered about it. If you have any sense, you should be bothered about it. So, who's going to be uh, in charge of such and such country? Who's going to have maximum authority? Who's going to be the big guy in heaven? You have to start pondering about it. <laughs> so they asked him, you know, of course, I mean, there must be some way that people are uh, rated and graded and all of that. Verse 2, And Jesus called a little child unto him. Remember, we are on the upside down level. He said, you want to know? Come here. One little child. They're like, duh, what happened now? He said, you're interested in all of these things? Yes, you should be. 
But let me show you that we are the ones that turn the world upside down. <laughs> you speak in tongues. You just love people. You don't do things just for yourself. Have you lost your mind? Are you crazy? Yes. This is part two of that message. <laughs> he said, you're interested in high places in heaven, in the kingdom to come. Yeah, sure. Let me show you. He called a little child, notice the term, a little child unto him, set him in the midst of them. Okay, you are the big guys now. And said, Verily I say unto you, except you be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> Praise God. So you say, wow, does it mean that even if I'm saved, I will not enter? Is that what he's saying? No, that's not what he's saying. You are, thank God, you have the kingdom within you and you are children of the kingdom and all of that, of the light, you know, of the day and not of the dark and all of that stuff. And you are God's own uh, DNA flowing in your life etc. But there are things that you need to enjoy and enter into. Praise God. So, for instance, um, little children, they don't have any problems with being honest and just frank and upright and excited. And, you know, if you look sometimes in my wife's bag, there'll be some sweets she used to do it because of preaching or you know going to church so she keeps some acts or hacks you know hacks uh, menthol type of sweets there and sometimes when she sees kids she'll say I think I have something and she'll produce one of those and the kids will just grab it they don't check and see now let's see what is the actual composition of this sweet does it have any evil thing in it no, they just look and say, grab, especially if they're younger. So there's, there's a lot of trust. There's a lot of simplicity. There's a lot of joy that little children enjoy. And we, we like it. We grab them and we try to become like them. And we laugh and we cannot lose it. And then we get all dignified and arrange ourselves again. See? But like somebody said in Africa, dignity is not a fruit of the spirit. <laughs> so, you know, um, dignity is kind of like saying, I don't want to be simple. I don't want to be childlike. Praise God. So we have all this stuff that comes in and hinders us from being childlike. And Jesus said, unless you be like this, you cannot enjoy your life the life that I have planned for you, which is called a kingdom life. You will not have certain things. You will always be morose, mean, um, weary, you know, bugged kind of people that nobody really wants to hang around like old fish type people, you know. And so we need to maintain this. We need to constantly pick ourselves up and re remember we're supposed to be like little children. Little children, you cannot enjoy and enter into those kind of things. Hallelujah. And Jesus said, unless you be like this little child. Hmm. Verse 4 continues, Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child. Notice that harping on hum humility. 
Notice this. The same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Praise the Lord. So the way up is down. It's upside down. So we have to humble ourselves. Oh, you're just putting it on. He said, yeah, put it on. Be like this. I know you're this, that and the other, but you can be like this. So we can put it on and just say, Hey, Nana, I don't like at all. I'm just nothing really special. I'm just here uh, serving Jesus. And I want to be your servant. Is there anything I can do to help you? Wow. That's cool. How can I help you? Humble himself. This is the guy that is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So that's how the elections go. Yeah, there's some actual system where God checks and He gives you based on that. It's not just random, notice that. There's an actual way. He said, I am the way, the truth and the life. So I do it like this. This is my way. And it is His way or the highway. <laughs> Praise God. So get used to this. Let's just be childlike. You don't have to be childish where you are just... You know, for every little thing, you just screw up your face and cry. That's childish. But you can be childlike, where you're just simple, you're sincere, you're easy to handle, you're so joyful, you're just bubbling over, you're thrilled, you're excited. Wow, you're just fun. People just like to grab the kid and carry the kid. Meanwhile, you, uh, let's avoid this guy. Shall we like pass that guy? Amen. So imagine this is what we have to deal with and you're growing older and you know your body's like you can't afford to just become like that. Your body's like you're creaking right now and there's all these things talking to you saying you don't have to be like a little child. Little children, lockdown, they just run everywhere. What about us? We're like, well, lockdown means I just sit down and gravitate downwards in my chair. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. They're like climbing on the fan and, you know, just doing stuff. They're jumping. The noise levels in the house have not reduced. They're there. They're like, woo! You know, our houses are quiet and sober. Praise God. So you figure it out. I don't know where you fit into all this. But he wants us to have abundant life, more abundant, joyful, excited lives, even in this day and hour. He said, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. I've defeated your enemies. Hallelujah. So we cannot afford to just go by any other mode. If you are humble, you will be great. And then the more humble, the greater. Praise God. So we have some targets to go for. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go on. Um, yeah, maybe we can hear Matthew 18 also in Canada. Mm, maybe from 1 all the way to 5. Aga 
ನೀವು ತಿರುಗಿಕೊಂಡು ಚಿಕ್ಕ ಮಕ್ಕಳಂತೆ ಆಗದೆ ಹೋದರೆ ಪರಲೋಕ ರಾಜ್ಯದೊಳಗೆ ಪ್ರವೇಶಿಸುವುದಿಲ್ಲವೆಂದು ನಾನು ನಿಮಗೆ ನಿಜವಾಗಿ ಹೇಳುತ್ತೇನೆ ಆದ್ದರಿಂದ ಯಾವನು ಈ ಚಿಕ್ಕ ಮಗುವಿನಂತೆ ತನ್ನನ್ನು ತಾನು ತಗ್ಗಿಸಿಕೊಳ್ಳುವನೋ ಅವನೇ ಪರಲೋಕ ರಾಜ್ಯದಲ್ಲಿ ಅತಿ ದೊಡ್ಡವನಾಗಿರುವನು ಮತ್ತು ಯಾವನಾದರೂ ಇಂಥ ಚಿಕ್ಕ ಮಗುವನ್ನು ನನ್ನ ಹೆಸರಿನಲ್ಲಿ ಅಂಗೀಕರಿಸಿಕೊಂಡರೆ ನನ್ನನ್ನು ಅಂಗೀಕರಿಸಿಕೊಳ್ಳುತ್ತಾನೆ So you can see there there's a lot of value given to the little child in the eyes of God. Angels are assigned to that little fellow too. Praise God. The father's angels the the angels behold the father's face. An awesome stuff. So let's begin to think like that and uh, drop off all the other excess stuff, you know, no point. It's going to just hinder us. Thank you Jesus. Romans 2:16 says in the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. Now you know that there's the great white throne judgment that is different I believe that's God the Father dealing with unsaved people and it's going to be so terrific horrific that they will cry that mountain should fall on them. What happened on mount Sinai and it just ripped off into fi- fire and quaking and loud sounds and people got scared is nothing compared to that day when he will speak the father god people are going to be shaken people are going to cry out mountains fall on us we don't we cannot stand here it's going to be terrible that's the terror of the lord and that's why we persuade people that they should accept jesus It's a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Hallelujah. That's the other side. But this is Jesus. Notice, our judgment is before Jesus' throne. He says there will be a judging of the secrets of men, according to Paul's gospel. So the secret things are going to be examined. Why not just clean the slate every possible time? time you have so that secret agendas are shot to pieces so children don't ponder we'll go to that church and then hang around there and then grab all we can grab and then move okay let's go they don't think like that they just come oh this is church yay run around crayon time yay they're just having fun praise god they don't ponder these devious plans and have double standards and who to muskify and you know which shoe to polish they don't think like that they just hey what you see is what you get all right this is it hey man so all the secret plans uh should just be shot to pieces and thrown into the trash can forget about it hallelujah god said let us gather let's go be part of the church the church age is coming to an end if you don't go to church now when will you go <laughs> it's almost over that's the end if you're not interested in church now my brother you are dumb you are dumb super dumb i'm just being frank because he could come today i'm telling you if you're not interested in the things of the church this present age is called the church age you are super dumb better get it hallelujah what are you doing 
Where are you wasting your life? All these secret things are going to stand in front of Jesus. He's going to examine it all. Hallelujah. So, um, man, and it's very close to verse 15, which you probably know from your, um, you know, Brother Anup was trying to bring out the fact that we should be interested in basic doctrines and teaching others. Every other time we harp on these things. Uh, and if you did, wonderful. Notice verse 15, which show the work of the law written in their hearts, their consciences also bearing witness, and their thoughts, the meanwhile, accusing or else excusing one another in the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. In other words, all these excuses we made are going to come out. Amen. Let's look at the excuse part. Forget the other areas. Just the excuses. All the excuses are going to come out. So that was the excuse. The, you'll be like, can I just kind of dive in? Can I go under the uh, carpet here? Can I just disappear? But you're going to be standing there. Hallelujah. So um, we want to be like little children without excuses. Hallelujah. Hmm. Yeah. It's just a continuation. So we're upside down. Why do you do all these things? Because you are not living for yourself anymore. You have a Lord. He owns you. He purchased you. He purchased me. And I cannot live for myself anymore. We were dead. All of us were dead. He now rules. He now dominates. And He's going to give us rewards. And people are going to be greatest forever. And not so great forever. And least. Notice least is there also. Greatest in the kingdom. Least in the kingdom. Least, least. Hey, least. least. Is your name Lee? No, least. Forever. It's not that after four years we can change. That's it. Praise God. That's it. Forever you're going to be that. That's going to be your title. And you'll be like honest about it. Yeah, I'm least. <laughs> yeah, I'm least. Forever, forever and ever, least. In the kingdom, least. Least. And then there's the great in the kingdom and greatest in the kingdom. Forever, forever, forever. Wow, that's kind of interesting. So my brother, my sister, this is Bible. I'm not making it up. You need to notice that I'm not making it up. That is why some of us um, may seem weird and out of place. And what's wrong with this guy? Why are you living like this? Why do you have to suffer? Paul said that you may have to suffer to enter into the kingdom. <sighs> Interesting. You suffer with him, you reign with him. See? So whatever Jesus says do this for me, it's tough on the flesh, but you do it, you reign with Him. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. God help us, help me Lord to speak these things. You know, I don't like to talk about these things because when it hurts you, it hurts me. I feel it. I go around asking, was that message too tough? Was that thing too strong? And I carry it for my, maybe one whole week I'll be thinking about it. 
I hope so-and-so did not get a clonk in their head. I hope so-and-so didn't go jump off a cliff because of this message. Hallelujah. But then I have to just cast the care of it on the Lord and not carry it with me. Hallelujah. 1 John 2, notice here how uh, verse 17 says, And the world passeth away. I like the way that starts. The world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Hmm, interesting. He that doeth the will of God abideth forever. The world passeth away. Praise God. All right, I think we should start entry into that. Let's start from verse 1. Very interesting, my little children, these things write I unto you that you sin not. If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. Woo, glory to God. Isn't that wonderful that you don't, you can continue in sin, but you don't have to. If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. Take full advantage of your advocate. Go to him. How many times you want in a day? 70 times 7, 490 times a day. It is allowed. Minimum. Hallelujah. You can just take how many times you want. But make full advantage or take full advantage of the advocate. The one called alongside to help us, to defend us, to speak on our behalf. The one whose blood speaks for us right now. Hallelujah. Enjoy that. You know, just go in there, check the secrets of the heart and bring them out and say, Sorry, advocate, look what I came up with here. I had this agenda, I had that plan. doesn't seem to line up with eternity. Ah, forgive me, in Jesus' name. Otherwise, it's coming up. It's coming up. He will judge the secrets of the heart. Hallelujah. So, a thorough checkup is important. Amen. Notice verse 2. And he's the propitiation for our sins. Listen to me. Don't get... Uh, so bugged about having to go to Him for mercy. When you come in Jesus' name for mercy, it propitiates the Father's heart. It satisfies Him. Ah, my son's blood is being used. The life of Jesus is being used. Ah, I'm excited. He's satisfied. Thank you, Jesus, for our sins. And not for our sins only, but also the sins of the whole world. There's too much mercy there. Wow, hallelujah. It's excitement when you come for mercy. He delights in mercy. He is delighted about mercy. The Father of mercies. God of all comfort. Notice verse 3. And hereby we do know that we know Him if we keep His commands. How much do you know Him? That is going to be how much you keep His word. That's how much you know. You know Him? Okay, you're going to be keeping. If you don't really know him, you won't keep him. So there's a knowledge that becomes experience. And then you know the one that you know. Praise God. You're very acquainted with him. And then it becomes so real that I can't do this. I can only do this. He's my acquaintance. I know him. I can't do that. I just cannot. The rest don't really know Him. When you get to know Him like that, it's like, 
no I don't want to hurt him he's, he's my he's my bosom buddy hallelujah he's he's my beloved he's my father we haven't had those kind of fathers you know there's an emptiness there and so people are taking advantage of that and uh, conning us left right and center but there is a father that we can know hallelujah praise God Verse 4, he that said, I know him and keepeth not his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him. So just own up and say, Lord, I'm sorry, you know. I was not really thinking about you there. I was thinking about myself. Not really thinking about you in this whole equation. I'm sorry. Hallelujah. Verse 5, But whoso keepeth his word in him truly or verily is the love of God, notice God, that's the Father, perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. So you see how it goes into a love, experience, relationship. That is the kind of thing that happens to you as you get to know him and enjoy his relationship. It just hurts you to go against him. You just can't do that. It's like, no. Praise God. Mercy, Lord. I'm glad it started with go to Him, ask for mercy. We have an advocate. I'm so glad that that's there. Notice, He that said He abideth in Him ought Himself also so to walk, even as He walked. So it now comes into a walk. That knowledge makes uh, your walk different. You walk differently. You live differently. You talk differently. Hallelujah. Brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment which you had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you have heard from the beginning. Wow. Again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is past and the true light now shineth. He that saith he is in the light and hateth his brother is in darkness even until now. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light and there is none occasion of stumbling in him. There's no negotiation there. Notice how it goes in the negative now, verse 11. He that hateth his brother is in darkness and walketh in darkness. Who is he talking to? Believers. We'll be thinking we we're walking in great light and all that. But here's how you check inside the recesses of your heart, the secret places of your heart. If you're harboring something there, guess what? Darkness is coming. You're walking in territory that you can stumble and just be off course and just be going around in circles, not knowing what you're doing, not know, knowing anything. Just groping in the dark. Mercy, Lord, and walketh in darkness, and knoweth not whither he goeth, because that darkness has blinded his eyes. I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. So imagine you just got saved, or you just, you know, knew. Thank God your, your, your sins are forgiven in the name of Jesus. 13. I write unto you, fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. They have more experience. So, hey, they're called fathers. I write unto you, young men. There's the young men there. Because 
you have overcome the wicked one. I write unto you, little children, because you've known the Father. Notice there's a whole, whoever you are, how much experience you have in Christ, I'm talking to you now. So you can't say, this is just for the children in Christ, the new ones in Christ. This is not for me. He said, everybody's inside there. Praise God. See, so there's never a time when you are not, uh, or you're exempt from these things. The, there has to be a check. There has to be a constant um, searching and examination to line up with these things. Hallelujah. Whether you've been there for donkey years, whether you think you're a strong young man in the Lord, or a little child, and I'm just a little child. Hey, everything is covered. And then the so-called fathers who are supposed to know Him. Everybody's covered there. I have written unto you, fathers, because you have known Him. That is from the beginning. That's why I'm writing to you. You say you know Him. That's why I'm writing to you. I have written unto you, young men, because you are strong, and the Word of God abideth in you. Really? See, the thought is usually, oh, I'm strong, the Word abides in me, I don't need to hear any more stuff. He said, that's why I'm writing to you. So each of these areas has a place where a secret thought now comes in. I don't need to hear that. He's saying, that's why I'm writing to you. Because it can happen to you. It's not for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I may look like I'm saying amen, but I'm not. <laughs> All that kind of stuff. Amen. Humble yourself like a little child. Greatest, least. Don't forget, least, greatest, and somewhere there, great. Of course, just getting to heaven and enjoying that new government and the eternal realms of Jesus is like, wow, I made it, man. Woo! But then, forever and ever, you're going to be just like that. How about, why don't you just be great in the kingdom instead of least in the kingdom or greatest in the kingdom? Hallelujah. Of course, it's going to be contrary to the world and you have to just dump all of that stuff and not be bothered what they think about you. That's quite self-effacing. It's like... What's left? Point one little kid. So that was what was inside you? Just a little fella? Gaga goo goo! And we don't want to be that little guy because we look like insignificant, powerless, just weak. Just give him a, you know, lollipop and he'll be all right. Just give him one little sweet. Yay, he's happy. Yes. It looks so dumb, so opposite. But that's where it is. That's where the greatness rests. <laughs> Whoo, glory to God. So free, you know, it's a free life. It's very free. Okay. There is everything. Great. There's not everything. Great. Yay. At least I got my uh, lollipop. <laughs> oh, sorry. There's no lollipop. You got Sharkara? I'll go with that. No Sharkara. Okay. How about uh, a little sugar? And they're just happy. Remember they used to give you uh, chapati with just some sugar? Because there was nothing else. And they didn't tell you that. 
and then you got excited about it and you just decided to live in that realm <laughs> but now hmm hmm you know you became sophisticated <laughs> excuse me God help us. <clears throat> but you know, Paul said, I have learned in whatever state therewith to abide and be content. That means I'm independent of whatever anybody thinks. I know how to live, man. I can rejoice right now. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's life, life more abundantly to the full till it overflows. Where no matter what condition you're in, you're smiling as though you hit the jackpot. You're like, look at this guy. Praise God. Hallelujah. See, that's like a little child. That's like being dumb. You don't know about stocks and indexes. and No, I just haven't a clue. But did you know that petrol is like 100 rupees now? <laughs> so what? The little fellow doesn't ask you, what's the price of petrol? He just goes, yeah, and looks outside, yeah, and enjoys the ride. Not even bothered. You know that to worry about such things is a sin? Hmm. Praise God. It's not your problem. Be like a little child. Don't be bothered about such things. Father loves you. Father knows you have need of these things. He cares for you. Cast all your cares upon Him. He cares for you. More than any natural father. Wow, glory to God. But what's in it for me? The secret agendas. What about me? The secret agendas. Forget about it. Just go in there and say, Lord, I'm sorry. I was thinking that you don't really care about me. So I was thinking, i got to preserve myself somehow. got to have to preserve myself. I'm sorry. And thank God, He is faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hmm. So He's written to the young, to the father, to the little ones. Verse 14 says that. And then 15, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the father is not in him. That's pretty clear. For all that is in the world, you know, you think you know it, but then he has to explain to all, the father, the strong, and the little kid. All that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, is not of the father, but is of the world, and the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Little children, it is the last time. Absolutely. You can put it there right now, 2021. It is the last time. And as you have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now there are many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. They don't want Christ. They are against Him. They want lawlessness. That is how you know. The lawlessness has increased. They don't want any rule or dominion of the Christ. They don't want to hear His name. 
forget about his laws, forget about his people, deface him out of the place. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. But you have an unction from the Holy One, and you know all things. And he emphasizes, I have not written unto you because you know not the truth, but because you know it, and that no lie is in the truth. How about that? So you know these things. You know what we are talking about. I know these things. I've heard them. But guess what? There is a day coming when the secrets of the heart. I don't want it to be that, what? That was still there? When Jesus says, what about this? You'll be like, I thought that was over. I thought I dealt with that. That's how it's going to be. So it takes a person watching over their heart diligently, checking everything, because that's where the issues are. Hallelujah. See, so there has to be some check constantly over the heart, over the systems that are in the agenda there. But notice here, in verse 19, he said, even they left us. So people used to leave them. You left John? Really? You left Paul? Really? You left Peter? You were with them and then you left? How did you do that? Because you didn't like what they were saying. You didn't like what these things said. So you just kind of said, that's not for me. In fact, I have to leave these guys. They were with us, but they left. It happens. People will leave. It's two spies who stuck with the plan past 40 years that enjoyed the benefit. The others just sloughed off and died. To get the full deal, length of days, riches and honor, all three is where it is. Not just get, ah, no, that's not it. That's not it. That's just not it. Hallelujah. Okay, let's translate a little bit, because this thing could get really serious. Look at verse 17 of First um, John 2. And let's hear that in Kannada first. And then maybe we can do select here and there. Let's see. A good one would be 15 and then 21. Glory to God. Uh, there's a lot to think about there. Now, just look at a parallel. We had started off James 4, and that's pretty rough. James 4 goes from verse 1, From whence come wars and fightings among you? Now, this man is the pastor of that church, and he's the half-brother of the Lord Jesus. What a church that should be. 
but they had wars and fightings among themselves. And it was because of their lust that war in their members. You lust, you have not. You kill, you desire to have, you cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you have not because you ask not. That looks nice. And when we pray, we just choose that part. You have not because you ask not. But then he goes, you ask and receive not because you ask amiss, that you may consume it upon your own lusts. Then he goes into those heavy sounds, adulterers, adulteresses, know you not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Hmm. All of that must have caused enough trouble to anybody who reads it. But it is pointing at the fact that there is always a possibility in every church, no matter how great the preacher and the church in quotes seem to be, that we can veer off and begin to focus on just what I want, my agenda. You see, all that's good, but this is my agenda. You see, the childlikeness is leaving. The agenda and the secret plans are beginning to take the forefront. And the prayers are based on that. The desires inside have been uh, misplaced. And the prayers are going in that direction. And he said, God is not a fool. He's like, that's why you don't get the answer. Isn't that funny? So there is a God who is answering a living person. It's not just crick crack, crick crack, check check, crick crack, crick crack, in my name, crick crack, crick crack, and things just happen. Have you ever heard of seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you? It did not say that you should go looking for those things. He said you should go looking for the kingdom. Then those things will be added to you. It's kind of upside down again. See, we are in an upside down mode. So you have need of all these things. And your Heavenly Father knows you have need of these things. Before you even ask, He knows. You're not telling Him for the first time. Like, oh, I forgot. This guy has need of a few jockeys. And I don't mean horse riding either. He's not like, of, of course he saw everything before you were born. He knows the number of hairs on your head. Surprise, surprise. Don't you think he's better than any natural father? That before you ask, he already knows. Jesus said that. Before you pray, he already knows. So what is prayer for? It is motive, desire, and then trust, faith. And of course, you know, using the name just like you use your own name. It becomes that simple. Signed. Done. Hallelujah. But he's a living person. So there, there's always a chance for Christianity to just become and if it doesn't happen, bye. I went to that church. I pressed the buttons. All the buttons I pressed, it didn't happen. So I'm out of here. See you. And especially if the preacher is an honest guy and tells you, if you're not blessed in this church, go to some other church where you're blessed. <laughs> and they just walk away. 
face the fact, buddy, there is a kingdom coming where these things will be eternally dealt with forever. Those secrets are coming out. And you're going to be graded and decorated forever. Stop there for a minute. Let's go again. We read James 4 last week. I don't want to um, do it again in Canada. But let's see if we can probably do something out of Luke and then come back. Luke 19. Notice the 17th verse there. (laughs) And he said unto them, Well... Thou good servant, because thou hast been faithful in plenty. When the big stuff came, you were very faithful. But in the when there was not much, ah, no problem. See how it is worded. He said unto him, Well, thou good servant, because thou hast been faithful in very little, thou or have thou authority over ten cities. The usual excuse is, when I get plenty, ah, you will see what I will do, Pastor. <laughs> then you will see the real me. Now you don't see anything. Uh-huh. Guess what? There's a God who sees when you have little and how you handle the little. And based on that, He gives you authority over ten cities. What? Can you imagine being in charge of, say, New York, Bangalore, Hawaii, and let's just choose one more, Mumbai. But they are, they've all gone, they are now in eternal realms. <laughs> forever, and you're going to be ruling over the cities, that's just four of them, forever. Can you imagine ruling those four cities forever? What about ten cities forever? Forever, who's in charge of those ten cities? And they call your name. Forever. It's not that now we change, bye, go away from there. No. Let's vote. No. Forever. Cities are given to you based on how faithful we were with the little. Very interesting, isn't it? Can you see he has a way of doing things? The ways justifies the means. No. It's not like that. The way you do it is more important to him than just arriving at it. Uh-huh. That's what's going to make you sad one day when you stand there and say, I went after the cash. I went and slogged and conned and did all that the world was doing. You have to be wise as serpent. No. I did it all. And God says, what? That's not too cool. Let me ask you one question as we are proceeding. Does the Spirit of God lead in these things? Absolutely. Now let me ask you a question. Praise God. Do you buy things because they are cheap or because God leads you? So it was the money that dictated your choice, not the Lord. So who was your master there? It was the money. You were not listening to hear. God said, just buy it. No. 
That's not right. To go with El Chipo, man. Praise God. It's not so easy. Can you see that? It's not easy. Money is a boss. When there's plenty, then you do silly things. But when you're faithful to listen to what he has to say with the little, then the larger stuff is still in his dominion. He can still control. Praise God. It's, uh, it's just the way it is. So we have to start checking. Why did I do that? If you had plenty of money, it would have been a different deal, right? So sometimes you have to think, if I had plenty of money, what would I have done? But then, more important is to check, what does God really want me to do? For that, you have to be open. For that, your, your heart must be like a child. You must be joyful, excited, at peace, not worried, not anxious, constantly tuning in, listening. Value. There is some job in that. There is work there. It's easy to go with just do whatever the world is doing. That is going to fade. But he that does the will of God endures forever. I was scratching my head. This kept coming up again and again. I was thinking, where is that verse? Is it a verse or did I make it up? It was like that. He that does the will of the Lord endures forever. The will of God endures forever. He that does the will of God endures forever. Scratch, scratch, scratch. And it was there in 1 John 2.17. So the Holy Ghost is trying to tell you there's something about doing the will of God that causes things to endure. Amen? So it's better to just do the will of God rather than any other will. It won't endure. It will go fat. Hallelujah. So why are you doing all of this is because we want to know the will of God. We want to walk in the will of God. We want to examine again and again so that when that day comes, in the secrets of the heart, it was all the right will. It was for God's will that you did this, this, this. Amen. That will endure forever. That goes as ranks on your epaulets and you know, wow, you start to look good and you shine. Let's close with this. Praise God. I believe you and I are on a path that is awesome, that is a, is a good thing. And um, hallelujah. I believe we should. We should continue that way. Thank you, Jesus. Daniel, and notice there, um, verse 3. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. They that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Wow, forever and ever. Isn't that cool? Turning people to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. That is why we partner with people who are winning souls. Why we do ridiculous things. We want to see many turn to righteousness hallelujah praise God one of these days all of these accounts are coming up praise God and the motive will come up so it's better to go check inside handle these things 
on a daily basis and let's live the full life, joyful, carefree, worry-free, burden-free, like a little child. Hallelujah. Praise God. I, I just want to pray now. There's a lot to take in sometimes, but it's quite simple actually. Hallelujah. Lord, we bless you. You're a faithful God. We worship you for life, life more abundantly to the full till it overflows. There are places for us, Lord, in the realm of eternity, in the dominion of our God where He rules forever and ever. And we want to join you in that rulership. And we want to make sure that we can check our hearts and be like a little child and have your will at the forefront constantly. Thank you for your mercy today. Precious Holy Spirit, you're our friend. You're the one with us today. Technically, it is you that's in us. Help us to see. Remind us of these things, the eternal issues, the more important things, the things that will not pass and fade away. On a daily le level, we need you. Thank you, Father. We bind every lie, every demonic, oppressive thing that's trying to hinder the people of God. Every fearful thing that's trying to stop them from life more abundantly. We rebuke you in Jesus' name. Thank you for your mercy today in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I believe we had a good time studying the word. You're blessed. Thank you, team. Hallelujah. If you like to give this a great opportunity, don't forget why you're doing it. Because it's God's will. Hallelujah. We give you thanks, Father, that we can give in Jesus' name for the kingdom, for the dominion that is everlasting. It is your word that we are exalting. We are embracing, promoting. May your people receive good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. There was a lot of Greek there, but I'm sure you'll figure it out. You're blessed.